Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Tiffany here from Yala Rocks, and in case you haven't heard, the Belly Dance Bundle is live. And it's a special double feature for you today on the podcast. Truly a momentous day. For this episode, we'll be diving into arms with Katayoon. And no matter where you are in your dance journey, I know your arms are giving you grief. As a beginner, arms are kind of terrifying. And then as we get more and more used to paying attention to them and using them, we work towards expressing ourselves gracefully with them. Today, Katayoon is going to give you my favorite piece of advice about arms, but you'll have to listen to find it. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, I'm here with Katayoon. Katayoon, welcome so much to the bundle, to the podcast. This is your first year with us. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks so much. I'm really excited. So since this is your first year with the bundle, your first year on the podcast, I always like to ask people kind of how, how this dance took over their lives. How did you get to the point that you're at now? How did, how did Katayoon become the, te- the online teacher we see today and in person? I know this is going to sound really crazy and I've, I've seen this, this scenario online so many times, but I was in a scholarship pageant when I was 18 years old and I did not have a talent and my mom suggested that I take belly dance classes so that I could have a talent for this, this scholarship pageant and that's how I actually got started. I didn't have any dance background whatsoever and once I was in college, I kind of missed dancing and I really missed having the just moving with my body. I didn't quite have a community at that time, but I just danced on my own. And when I had kids, it was like, okay, you really got to get serious about this. This is, you know, you need your own time. And I made a kind of a little vow to myself because of the physical benefits and the community. I wanted to be in a class. I wanted to be in a, with other dancers. I decided, I just said, you can never stop dancing ever. This is what you need to do. This is part of your identity now. This is something that you can have for yourself. So I think at at that time, uh, the seed was planted, even though I wasn't doing a whole lot, the seed was planted and that was many, many years ago. And I always just go back to that every time, say you can never stop dancing. (laughs) This is it, this is you. 
I love that you had like an actual moment where you decided like this is part of my identity now because I think that that moment isn't clear for a lot of us. Like the moment we found belly dance or the moment we started dancing is very clear, but the part where it switches and becomes like part of who we are, like as a human, that part, I feel like you only really look back on it and see it and not so much like choose to make it a portion of like a portion of your identity. And I absolutely love that you did it when you had kids because I have a two and a half year old. So like I, I'm in the throes of no mom needs her own time, you know, and maybe I'll take a class with her around or, or practice while she's around, but it's also my time back for me to be who I am outside of just being a parent. Yeah. So like, I, I totally absolutely empathize so hard with this. Yeah. It was, it was also a part of it was because I had kids and I was starting to lose my, because I'm, I'm Iranian, I was starting to kind of lose my, my, my roots a little bit, lose my identity as an Iranian, even though belly dance isn't really Iranian. It was a way for me to connect to that kind of Middle Eastern side. And, and uh, I, I kind of was thinking at the time, well, maybe I'll, you know, this is something that my, I can pass on to my kids too. And as far as like the awareness of the culture and the background. So that was, that was a big part of it, just reconciling that. But I think personally for me, it's always been about the, how it feels with my body, how it's a form of just self-care and, and the community that, that comes with it. The community is so important. And that's one of my favorite things about the 21 days of belly dance challenge that we're doing on Instagram is that like, there's always this community that forms during the challenge. And so you really get like, especially now when we don't necessarily have these communities in person, if they're really hard to, to come together and, and do this right now that we can have this space on the internet, you know, with people that don't live anywhere near us and we can still have that sense of community that this dance brings us as I, I absolutely adore that. So absolutely your contribution to the bundle this year is elegant expression drills and exercises for beautiful arms and hands. And when we were talking and and deciding what was going to go in the bundle, you told me that, you know, arms and hands are something that people come to you for that you see a lot of, of feedback on what you do. So I really would like to know kind of how do you work this into your practice? Like how does this class kind of take what you do and give it out to students? That's a really interesting question. And my first instinct was was like, I don't know, I just do it. Um, (laughs) One of the the things that really strikes me is when I first started dancing, I had no awareness of my arms. And I think I had just started maybe dancing professionally or performing at, at different events. And I remember people coming up to me and saying, your hands are so beautiful. Like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) And so I, and in class, when I started eventually teaching, students would ask me, you know, how do you do that thing with your, with your hands or, you know, what, your your arms, what, what are they doing? You're, you know, and they would tell me things that I'm doing and I wasn't aware of it. And so I really had to focus on what I was doing and make it intentional. And that actually made my, my practice become more mindful of what I was doing with my own body because before I was just kind of moving myself around and this is how I move but when students actually started remarking on the arms I was like oh I need to pay attention to this what am I doing what is it that people are noticing 
And so, and I had to explain it and I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just doing it. So it took me a while. Um, so now when I approach my own dance, I really think about framing movements, but I honestly don't think about my arms when I'm dancing. I think about what's happening everywhere else on my body and also the, the music itself. You know, what kind of expression is it? And that directs me more than just thinking about what to do with my arms. And so that's what makes it interesting for me because it's not completely about the arms. They're just an extension of other things that are manifesting in the body and in the music. And so I'm kind of bringing that out in the body and, and I'm incorporating the arms because it's a natural extension of the movements that I may be doing or the expression that I'm feeling or the, the emotions that I'm feeling. So it's a really interesting question because it actually took me a really long time to figure this stuff out and I'm constantly working on it. Believe it or not, I still uh, nowadays wake up every morning and I work on my arms. It is, it's actually it has been such a therapeutic practice because it, the arms are very expressive. And I'm, I'm, for the first time, really focusing on my arms. And it's not just about the expression. Now I'm like, ah, is, is, this, is this what students felt all those years ago? Like, you know, I want to improve my arms. <laughs> so, so that's really interesting for me. I've gone through different phases of approaching it. I like this idea of, because when we practice arms, a lot of times, like as, as students, when we're learning from other people, or, or when we're, especially when we're first starting, especially when we're first starting, it almost feels like here are the poses that you can do with your arms. And you don't necessarily start to think about how those extensions work with what you're doing in your body or work with the music until a little bit later. And then it's really hard to start integrating it because you're so used to just kind of stiffly holding your arms, you know, in, in whatever position. So to kind of flip this entire idea on its head and be like, it's not actually about the arms. What it is about is the music and your body. And then how can your arms be part of that? I really like that because I think it, it allows you to be more creative. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, I think that's one of the things that uh, I think frustrated my students is that I would, I would try to show them what the arms were doing. And then uh, I think what really... I really started integrating more um, intentional lessons on arm movements and arm paths and just move, you know, just being present with the arms and being expressive was during choreography is that when you practice something that's choreographed it and you practice it enough, it does go into your muscle memory. And then that particular skill can actually transfer to whatever else you're doing, your improvisation or another choreography. I find this with myself all the time. There are certain types of movements that I will do. And if, I, if I'm not following anybody or if, if you know, like the te another teacher, if I'm in a class, then I will tend to have these sort of patterns that I do with certain types of movements and also certain dynamics in the music. So it's kind of like training your body to respond to auditory cues and how all of those things coordinate together. 
So if I hear something slow, or if I do a particular movement to a slow piece or a particular instrument, then this is the particular move I'll do. And with that move, I always have this sort of pattern I do with the arms. So I find myself really taking on that muscle memory and thinking about how I'm training myself. So there are certain things that I've been doing for so many years that I honestly don't even know if I'm, uh, if I'm aware of it. Um, I'll see it. I'll, I'll see it on video and be like, that was weird. <laughs> but, and so I might go back and be like more intentional with my practice. But yeah, I think, I think it's, it's really about getting to the point where you're not really thinking about arms. You're thinking about dance and the arms become a part of that whole dance part of your whole body movement what what you were talking about you are you've practiced this this particular move to this particular sequence or you know instrument and so your arms have followed along and you've put all that in your muscle memory right because you've practiced it over and over again or through choreography you practiced it over and over again i think this is such a big part of why it's so hard when you try to integrate your arms later yeah that it you know it comes back to haunt you because you have been learning choreographies and practicing and studying in a way where your arms were stiff and not moving and maybe not part of the whole experience. So then when you go to add them in, in that way, right, it's about the dance, not the arms. How do the arms help the dance? Suddenly it's like, oh man, yeah. how do I break out of this, this muscle memory that I've, I've gotten myself into? I think a lot of that has to do with, I know for me, when I'm feeling more confident, I'm going to want to make my body and my movements and my arm expansion uh, much bigger. And I notice this when I'm, sometimes when I'm dancing on video, if, I, if I'm doing, recording a video, if I'm feeling, I notice, I, I'm very aware of like, I, uh, oh, I don't really know this song, but I'm gonna pretend. And the, the best way to pretend like you have confidence is to really expand your arms. And I think for me, that was one of the things that I may have seen it on, um, read it in a blog about body language or seen it somewhere, maybe it was a TED talk, but I, I, I remember um, getting this tip that when you are, oh, I know what it was, it was Del Sartre. I took a workshop in Del Sartre and it, you know, there, there's a, a whole thing on it, but it really struck me about this confidence issue with the arms when you, when you make yourself bigger, and that could be through the arms, you appear more confident. And when you appear more confident, you start to feel that you're, you start to feel more confident. And so then it just, it feeds into that confidence cycle where, okay, ah, oh, oh, this feels really good. I'm nice and big and expanded and, and wow, that air feels really nice under my arms. And so you start to get that really nice feeling um, that you're, 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 it's kind of like fake it till you make it. Absolutely. And the arms are a really easy way to start with building that confidence. And I think too, as a performer, right, taking up space when, at first, when you first start to take up space, you have to kind of fight this idea that, that we've been taught as women our whole lives is to not take up space, right? To be kind of smaller, to hide over in the corner, let somebody else take center stage. And when you start performing, when you start bringing it out, Right. Not only are you like, hey, 
look at me, I'm performing, but then you're here taking up space and it's incredibly uncomfortable at first to do, right? But that's the fake it till you make it part is that, you know, you just, you just got to go for it. And if you can do that and then take up that space and expand in your practice before you go out, you can, you can dispel some of that discomfort before you get into other places where it'll just compile on itself. Absolutely. I mean, you are, you are going to perform or you're going to dance what you practice. You cannot perform, especially in on stage or in front of an audience. You really can't perform something you have not practiced. If you practice with your arms a certain way or don't practice with your arms, then that's how you're going to perform. Performance is much more stressful and it's it's uh, it's much more strenuous on your body and there's all kinds of things going on it has to be in your muscle memory it has to be part of how you dance and so it's it has to be done intentionally so that you can um, grab it when you need it uh, that's the best way i can describe it is is i need to i need to be my whole self i'm going to dance with my whole body I'm going to practice this and this is how this is how it's going to manifest in your performance. So, you and this, you know, the, you could say this goes for your facial expressions too. Absolutely. That's a whole other topic. Oh, man. <laughs> we could soapbox about faces. <laughs> so, you mentioned that now every morning you've been working on your arms very intentionally. Um, in your personal practice. So what does that, what does that look like for you? How, how are you kind of continuing on this path of improving your arms and making them even more a part of your dance than they were before? So this is something I've been doing in my dance for a long time. It's just taking on different forms through different phases. So I've talked a lot about this injury I had and I couldn't dance for a while, but I still had to teach and it was very painful. And now that I'm, I'm out of that, I, I'm really starting to enjoy my body again and moving again. And so I have these PT exercises and they're very boring. And um, I've been doing them for several months and they're just, they're just boring. <laughs> I don't want to do them. It's but no wonder I'm, people don't do their PT. Right? So if I can make them more interesting by adding arms to them, then for me, not only am I going to get an added benefit of working my arms, I'm going to get my heart rate up a little bit more. I'm going to make those exercises um, a little bit more challenging because you do, you do have to do that after a while. The exercises, um, you, you, we tend to plateau. We don't progress anymore, especially if you're trying to get past a plateau. But for me, it was more about um, I, I have a lot of energy. My mind, I get bored very easily. And so I incorporated arms into like boring squats and, um, you know, bridges and, you know, all these, you know, to me, they're, they're kind of dumb because I'm like, I can do them better. <laughs> you know, so, but I, mean, I didn't say that when I was with it. Sorry if uh, my PT is listening. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, no shade. <laughs> no, the, absolutely. It's something, it's something that, you know, you, you have to really think about what it is that you're interested in. For me, it was, I, I could not just do the exercises. So now I, incor I just incorporate them into, um, you know, bridges, squats, um, these sumo walks. And I do shimmies. And with my shimmies, I do this whole 20 minute shimmy practice. 
And I just do really simple arm movements. They're not complicated. And that's, that is, that's actually the, one of the things that for me is, a, is something that I always come back to is when I get frustrated with something, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be dance, it could be you know family, it could be anything else. If I'm frustrated with it, I always have to ask, am I making it too complicated? Isn't, to me, the beauty of, of dance and especially belly dance is the simplicity of it and being able to be creative and be uh, your unique self and dance in your unique style while also incorporating or really springboarding from a very simple, basic place. Because I think when we make it too complicated, that's when we, we might lose interest just because complexity doesn't always make it interesting to me. I actually, I never think complex things are interesting. They frustrate me. I like really simple things. So I, I keep it simple, but very intentional. And most of all, I think this is probably how I developed a lot of my exercises in dance and for my own practice, um, for, my, for my healing journey and my physical therapy exercises, is that you're, you're really thinking about um, making this, how does it feel on your body? How does it feel in your body? And you have to be able to really hone in on that feeling. If I don't feel my muscles moving in a certain way, I, I have to examine what I'm doing or not doing. I need to feel it. For me, that's what makes it interesting. If I don't feel it and if I'm looking at my, my, my image in the mirror, it's not as interesting for me to just see that. I need to feel it because when you're on stage or when you're performing or when you're teaching, you need to be able to know what it is that, one, if you're performing, you're not in front of a mirror. You wanna be able to feel that and, and manifest the music through that. But when you're teaching, you also wanna be able to explain where should, it, should students be feeling this? I think that's really important is that we want to be inside the body and this is for everything, but especially arms since we, we're not always comfortable with them. But you wanna really hone in on the feeling. How does it feel on your body? Where do you feel it? Which muscles? And then look at, take a look at what it looks like. But the feeling for me is probably the most important because I need to know I need, I, I need to feel it. That's, I'm a tactile person. So that, that's one of the things that really is what I intentionally look for when I start developing exercises. How does this feel on my body? Excellent. And that's, so one of the things that you have on your teachable, like as a thing that people can purchase is this like 30 day, you know, challenge with you to like go through all of these things is so is the way that you portray these arms and other movements through that really based on the way that they feel too and getting in touch with that feeling as you yes. go so one of so in in when i was developing that particular program i was actually going through another one of my one of my phases i had fallen out of my own practice i was teaching a lot and i hadn't 
I hadn't really paid attention to what I was doing and I really needed to get back into my practice. And so I came up with this 30 day thing and I was like, oh my gosh, what if I shared this with everybody? And so, and I actually didn't finish it for myself. I got like halfway through and I was like, okay, I'm ready. I need to share this because I just got too excited. So I, I did approach it that way and how I, how I develop the exercises are through actual poses and movements or positions that we dance in. So, you know, it's, arms are not arms. They're, they don't manif they don't originate in your arms. I know that sounds weird. Arms don't originate in your arms. They don't though. <laughs> they don't. They're attached to your body. They extend from the center of your body, from your core, from your torso. And that's actually uh, where all of the exercises originate. All of the drills, all of, all of the concepts originate in the the, the positions of the body and the types of movements we're going to do with the body. And then, okay, here's, here's what the arms would look like in that. And from there, you can use your imagination, be creative. But I think that that foundation needs to be not in the arms. It needs to be in the core of the body and feeling how those positions are facilitating the arm movements, how they naturally go together, how the arm movements are just really an extension of your body movements or your body position. So that's my, that is really my main approach within my philosophy is, is that it needs to start with the inside, right? We always hear that, you know, you need to start with the inside. <laughs> so it has to start with, within the torso where we're originating a lot of the body movements and then see where that extension leads out into the arms, into the fingers and hands. So, and, I, and I'm, you know, moving my hands as I talk. It's, we're, I'm Iranian, we talk with our hands like Italians, you know, we, we just, that's our natural way. So I, it took me a, a long time to really realize this is what was happening. Um, and I think dabbling in dance forms that really use the arms a lot was helpful but they're they're so very different you have to really um think about the essence of belly dance and how those arms might be helpful but you can't really copy you know, copy copy arms from other you can you know get inspiration but even those are they're not arms they're they're generated with the body and mind that would, that would, that's really the key, I think. Um, that's my approach with it, is that arms don't really mean anything without the body to go with it. I think that now, like the next time that I practice, I'm going to be so aware of like how I'm holding my arms and how it feels. I feel like after having this conversation, like I really, I really, like I want to go stand in front of those mirrors over there and like just start like moving my arms as I, as I dance and like feeling where it comes from. Cause I don't know that I've ever taken the time to like pay attention to, to that. Like specifically, yeah. like taking that time. So like, I'm, I'm one, I know I want to, and two, I'm pretty sure everybody listening also wants to like, if they're not already doing it right, because they're not in the middle of an interview, they could be walking around, moving around their arms while they're listening to us. Cause I'm sure they've been, they've been doing stuff. And I, I think I, I, I think that you can 
once once you kind of get an idea of it, you experiment, you learn a little bit, you have a little guidance, you can really take that practice a little bit further because it's not really about, uh, I don't think it's necessarily about dance style, at least the way that I approach it. It's more about, um, it's, it's very technical, but at the same time, it's also very intuitive. And I, I teach very intuitively, I dance intuitively, I come up with my exercises very intuitively in that one thing leads me to the next. Um, so I think for, um, you know, if, if you're not used to doing that, it might take a while to become aware of your muscles. If you, belly dance is, is known to, um, to help dancers or help people with that body awareness. Um, and I think we, we sometimes forget that as new dancers where we become very aware of it. But as time progresses, we get, you know, we go into the intermediate and advanced phases. We kind of forget what it was like to be a beginner, how exciting all those sensations in our body were. I know, at least for me. And then when, when you get back into it and you start experimenting, you have, you have to really hone in on what's, what is happening and, and enjoy those sensations. I think it's very meditative practice um, if you give it a try. For me, it is anyway. That's so wonderful. I cannot wait to jump into this course and start exploring how you teach arms and like integrating that into my personal practice. So this, the course that you're putting in the bundle is a portion of this 30 day challenge that you've put together that focuses like this portion focuses on the arms there. So right. people can really kind of dive in and really work on their arms for a week or two weeks together and just work through these classes and these, these exercises. And you'll be giving us an exercise today on the 21 days of belly dance challenge. So I'm super excited to see how people kind of integrate this today in, in their practice. Yeah, so in, in the 30 day course, it goes through, it starts with really foundational things. And it, the, the arms portion is actually like right in the middle of it. But in every, in how it's divided up, it's, is um, each practice session is 30 minutes. So your, your arms practice section is going to be five 30 minute sessions. So you get to work on them in short, short amount of time. And it goes by very, very quickly, but it, it, it begins with core exercises. And each day is different, but it builds on what you learned, what you practiced before. And I've, I've actually had people say that they needed to really do the, do the lessons more than once to really, one, feel comfortable with it. Because I, I feel like that, that's something, that's another thing too, is that you don't really get to benefit um, when, when things are new constantly, um, it's harder to really um, get the benefit from it. You don't, your body doesn't know how to commit to it because it doesn't know what's, what's happening yet. So with, with this practice, you get to repeat some things each day, but it's always in a slightly different manner. So you get a little variety every time and then a whole new concept to build on and it builds throughout, uh, throughout that section. And of course the whole thing, the whole 30 day practice builds on itself. It's awesome. I'm super excited for people to jump in to all of this. Thank you so much for coming on the bundle this year. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast so we could have this excellent conversation about arms. Like seriously, I'm, I'm going to go dance. <laughs> like, I know. I feel like dancing too now. <laughs> we're going to get off this. We're all going to go dance. 
can you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Where can they learn more about you? Where can they study with you? Give us, give us directions to the, to the World Wide Web. All right. I have a teachable site. You can get to it by, I think it's ketayundance-teachable. Anyway, just ketayundance.net will get you there. And we'll put links in the show notes as well, everyone. Yes. I'm on Instagram, ketayundance, and I'm on Facebook. Um, you can find me just put in my Katayun and you'll find me there. I'm easy to find. But I, I think I'm most active on Instagram right now. It's, a, it's really resonating with me, the community there. Um, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. And we're ending the podcast on a humorous note this year. And I would like to ask you, where is the strangest place that you have ever danced? Oh gosh, the strangest place I have ever danced. You mean like a performance? It doesn't have to be. Well, I don't know if it's a strange place, but recently I've, I've been dancing outside on the beaches. I live in San Diego and I live by the beach and I'm, I go outside and I plop my camera and I, and I dance and people watch. <laughs> it's really fun. It's kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> so it makes me, makes me want to do good. <laughs> no private practice sessions here. <laughs> This is how we, this is how we make it. This is how we push that performance aspect, guys. I mean, I say, you know, dance like everybody's watching. You'll do a great job. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Katayun. I really, really appreciate your time and coming on the bundle this year. It's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait for people to start hopping into your class and to start seeing the videos from today's challenge. Thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting. Everybody, I will talk to you tomorrow. So can you guess which one is my favorite? I'll give you a hint. I love anything contradictory. Any guesses? So my favorite takeaway from today, that to work on your arms, you have to think about everything but your arms. That doesn't make sense, except it totally does. And that's why I love it so much. I'm totally going to be jumping into this practice with Katayun very soon. And the best part is that you can jump into it too. It's available right now in the Belly Dance Bundle, and it is one of our classes that you can get into right away. In fact, of the 26 dance classes included in the Belly Dance Bundle this year, 19 are available right now. So you have plenty of places that you can start in the bundle as we wait for our live classes to happen over the next several months. You can check out all of these courses and all of the lecture courses that are included in the Belly Dance Bundle at thebellydancebundle.com. And the show notes for this episode are located at thebellydancebundle.com slash 53. Hopefully you and I can work on our arms together soon by not focusing on them at all. <laughs>